Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast. It is Wednesday, the 24th of year 24. Some call it Cody Bellinger Day. Uh, Welcome to the live show. Best way to enjoy the experience is to sign up and subscribe for the CHGO Sports YouTube page. Don't miss any of the shows. Hang out with us. Uh, I see the chat's been waiting for us. A few thumbs up. Yeah, that's right. We got a special guest in studio today. Uh, Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Mr. Joe Johnson from Obvious Shirts. (laughs) And, of course, Cody Del Mendo down at the end. He's the king of shirts. That's what we call him, the king of shirts. King of merch. King of merch. Dope merch. Dope, <laughs> dope, dope merch. That's right. Uh, yeah, we do the dope, and, and then you're just the merch. I disagree. I'm the dope guy. Okay, okay. Not That has nothing to do with Sunnyside. Okay. okay, okay. They are a sponsor, though. I wouldn't um, think of you any differently. I know, I know. Right. Uh, so Joe's here. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about uh, maybe the one that got away. Perhaps. Depending on how you look at it. Uh, did want to start off and let you know not to toot our own horn, Joe. Uh, exactly. But we, have, you know, we we have sick drip here sometimes too, and uh, our our Sammy bring Sammy home dropped yesterday. So those are available at uh, allchgo.com. Now the hoodie is incredible in my opinion. It's pretty that cool. Real nice. Yeah. Now just as cool as those Sammy shirts bring Sammy home. I like the little hop on it, right? We, you know, we heard the news about Ryan Sandberg this week, and, and right away, Joe was on it and, and put out Rhino Strong. Now, I saw the guy jump on you on Twitter, which, <laughs> by, by the way, your Twitter account is one. Of, it's a great follow, even if you're not a specific fan of a specific team, because it's really fun. Um, but, you know, there's just so many. There are so many people that are just outrageously negative and want to attack on Twitter, Right. Yeah. And so I was glad that you responded. Usually I say, like, ah, whatever. I don't care what anybody's saying. But when somebody attacks you and is like, you're just trying to sell Rhino Strong for money, mm-hmm. the shirt, the, the hoodie that you're wearing today, and you were like, you don't know anything about me. Yeah. Rhino supports this, and this is for charity, 100%. Yeah. And thanks for the nice words. That was really, really nice of you. Well, it's all true. I uh, Thank you. That means a lot. Um, yeah, I, I take pride in the social media aspect because that is my – that's my communication to Cup, to Cup fans. So um, I try to be original. I try to be authentic. The brand, the tweets, like that's just my personality, which is uh, most of the time boring and dry sense of humor. But <laughs> sometimes it works. And uh, I get trolls a lot, right? Like my shirts, this whole idea, this whole concept was make a brand, make an idea so dumb that it might work. And that, that was like the birth of the company was basic, <laughs> witty shirts with just words on it, right? Yeah. And so, like, I don't, I get trolls a lot. Trolls don't bother me. But when you not only question my character, which I work and take a lot of pride in my character, um, and then say bullshit like the Ryan, the Sandberg family would be appalled and this is a money grab, like, I mean, go fly a kite, dude. That's just <laughs> so far, far fetched from what I stand for. So I, I had to, like, make a stand and at least not defend myself, but, I'm not going to let a, a troll, like, talk shit like that. Well, he doesn't know anything. You're, yeah. you're a great success story. And as I was going to say, Twitter is, Twitter is interesting because there can be something as negative as that, right? Yeah. Like somebody saying, just being mean to be mean or whatever or bitter or whatever they want to be. And on the flip side, I believe you're on the other side doing things that are fun and creative and 
bringing enjoyment to people and, and nothing else. And it's not just, people need to know that it's not just Rhino Strong. And I have no, you know, stock in obvious shirts. But when Mark Silverman had cancer, you jumped on mm-hmm. and helped out Mark Silverman. We're like, hey, this can go to charity. Jeff Dickerson, same thing, goes to his charity, right? Team Mongo, same thing. Char- like, people, th- people want to say what they want, but you could make a lot of money on those if you wanted to, and you're not. You're not, ma- you're not making a dime on not it. Not a dime, so. and even all the labor that goes into it, that's not, that's not counted. That's just our, our workers. Our, we have awesome employees. That's our time that we donate on top of no, making no money. And, like, that's credit to my mom. Like, I, I was very lucky. I was raised by a single mom, but she always instilled, like, give more than you receive, and it's more important to give. And, your, you know, your reputation is not just how you present yourself. It's also with the actions that you take in, time, in difficult times. So, like, again, Obvious Shirts has been widely successful. I am extremely fortunate. A lot of it's been luck. Like, I don't, I don't know if it would work if I did it today. But I've given more, and this is kind of going to sound douchey, but I've given more money to charity than I've paid myself in six years. So, like, if you're going to come at me about fame, and another thing is I stay behind the curtain. Like, I don't, yeah. I intentionally don't be public. Like, getting me on here was, I mean, Cody, bless his heart, like, he <laughs> asked and asked and asked. I was like, I don't, I don't need it. For like two years. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to gain anything by being on here. I love the show. I like you guys, but yeah, I'm not in it for fame or money. Um, I just do it because I enjoy doing it. So yeah. thanks, Stucky. That was really well, nice. And, and we, I didn't, I didn't bring that up to pump your tire. You were, you were coming in here long before any of that stuff. Even the Rhino mm-hmm. announcement yeah, came. Yeah, before it that just, happened. It, I just happened to see it yesterday. And I was like, oh, we have to address this because some people people just, just don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> Twitter's Twitter can be great, and it can also be that's right. Miserable. It's, it's, we, it's the I, valleys and the mountaintops. Yeah. I, I replied to, to the guy myself and was like, are you going to apologize now or are you dead from being cooked? <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he didn't reply. And I, <laughs> didn't found, reply. I found out who it is, too. I just, oh, I'm going to take the high road and, yeah. and bury it. Oh, big like, of you. Yeah. You credit big of you. you. Credit to me. Is, yeah, credit yeah, to you. Credit yeah. To you. Yeah. No, credit no doxing me. on this. Yeah, no doxing. I'm not going to stoop to that level. Um, I, I, I also want to say, sorry, Ryan, I, I've cut you off twice now. I, yeah, I want to say that print that shirt. The first obvious <laughs> shirt that I got was definitely right around 2017 or 2018 when you were still just like online and out of my basement. Yeah. Like I, I don't even think you definitely didn't even have like the warehouse or whatever that's in Wrigley. And it was the Cleveland blue with three, one lead. And I also got the 11 or yeah, the 11 dash two dash 16 shirt. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I heard about you through like someone on Twitter who had told me like, cause I, I saw someone wearing one of your shirts and I was like, where did that come from? This is incredible. And that's how, now I have like way too many of your shirts in my closet. If that's <laughs> possible. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a Twitter until like 2016. I was not, I was not a Twitter guy. I'm not a social media guy. Um, and Brett Taylor, shout out to Bleacher Nation, who I, who I love. He's just, he's like my mentor. Words of wisdom is all <laughs> Brett Taylor spews, uh, especially when it comes to the Cubs. But he's like, yeah, you should get a Twitter account because if you're going to be words on shirts, use the, use the feed like you would a t-shirt uh, saying. And so like I was never about, and Twitter's been, I would, I would argue that Twitter's been probably the, the, a lot of the growth of the company's been because of Twitter. I mean, I was just like Instagram and 
I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, but yeah, Twitter's <laughs> been the outlet that's been the best to connect and gain inspiration and test an idea, right? If a tweet blows up of, of a phrase, uh, I'll put it on Twitter. If it does well, it's like, well, the next result is probably should put it on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm curious, and I'm sure there's you know, people in the chat that maybe don't know the whole background story, your whole background story, and how this, you know, got started. I, so I'm curious because, I mean, we see, you see pictures of like Andrew Chafin wearing an obvious shirt when he's in Oakland, right? After he's already traded. You see, Failed starter. You know, all Failed starter. Oh, yeah. I, it's like, what's the posture? Is this like... There, it's, it, right. These chairs are terrible for posture. No, Look at me. Great. I'm just I don't like, know, always like... I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I think doing. you just have to have the mic closer. Just keep the mic kind Very of Very close. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> You're fine. But, but, You're good. So for the people that don't know, just wh- how did this get started? Why Why did you do this? Like, Why, why did this become the thing you, you decided to get going with? Yeah, so it started as a joke. Um, I was working not too far away from this building. I was working downtown Chicago, right across the river, um, selling software. And I was lucky because everybody on my team um, were all Cub fans. So the water cooler talk in the morning was based around what the Cubs did last night. And the end of the day chat when you're killing time, waiting for it to hit five, was occupied with talking about the Cubs. And um, it goes back a little further. I'm, gonna, I'm a terrible storyteller, so I'm going to be all over the map. <laughs> the, the, the Jake thing was cool because playing baseball myself, uh, I was on a travel team. We got, we got to play at TCU. Mm. And what was cool was, you know, we were high schoolers, and they let you every, – every team gets to use the TCU facility, which is incredible, and you get the lockers. And um, I was – I chose locker for player number 34 on TCU. And I was just, like, messing around, and one of the custodians is like, oh, you picked a good locker. I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's our best player, and it was Jake. And so I remember the name, and when when the greatest trade in Cubs, arguably the greatest trade in Cubs history, got pulled off and we got Strope and Arietta, I remember I was at Mullins when we found out or when they talked about it on TV, and I was with my buddy Diaz, and I was like, I know that guy. Or, like, and then I, he's like, yeah. I don't, I've never heard of him, and I'm pulling the story. So I was like, that's going to be my dude because, like, the universe is weird, and I'm just like, that's my guy, uh, thinking that was so cool because I had his locker for 10 minutes. Um, and so I, he was, like, one of my favorite players right away, not knowing about it, any of his success in Baltimore. Well, he ended up being, like, from another planet. Sure. And in 2015, you guys all know the stretch. He was, like, 13-1 and one in, his, in 15 games. Ridiculous numbers. We'll probably never see that again. Um, I wanted to make a like, God. I mean, here's my storytelling abilities that are all over the map. <laughs> so in the office, I was late. I came in really late to work. I came in at like ten, and most people started eight. And the whole floor was silent when I walked in, and every, like eyeballs just looking at me. Go to my desk, and my manager's like, "Do you have any? Uh, do you have any words? Like, why the hell you're late?" And I'm like. Jake Arrieta is good at baseball, and the, like everybody laughed because it was such a it was such a like under like underrated statement. Yeah, and I think the night before that he pitched, I was at that game, and I probably had a few too many and slept in through my alarm past my alarm clock. I'm not going to tell him that's the reason why I was late, but I think like Jake had like 11 strikeouts or nine strikeouts, one seven innings, whatever, ridiculous. And my buddy sitting next to me is like, "You should put that on a shirt," and I'm like. Yeah, that's a really good idea because there's not really good merch like in terms of a T-shirt. And wearing a jersey in July and August, I had bleacher season tickets at the time, is not comfortable. It gets hot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, his name was Joe, who sat next to me. He was like, Joe, 
find me because he used to work for uh, a t- company when he was in college that did band t-shirts for like Live Nation. I was like, Joe, find me the softest, most breathable, sweat wicking, light, beautiful <laughs> shirt that I could wear, you know, sit in the bleachers at a 120 game in August. Um, and he hooked it up and I was like, I just want to say Jake here is good at baseball. I'm going to wear it to his next start. And uh, so I did. I took like two weeks later, I got the shirt and Jake was throwing, I think, like the next day or two. And I wore it. This was probably early. It was one of the last regular season games yeah. Jake pitched in 2015. Against the Brewers, struck out 11, went all nine, gave up two or three hits. Mm-hmm. And in the third inning, um, I went to go get a beer and just got bombarded. So, like, people were like, that's hilarious. Where did you get that? I said, I made it myself, but I, I can make you one. Because I was a salesman, right? So I put on my yeah. salesman yeah, yeah, yeah. cap and was like, give me your info. So I took business cards. I took notes in my phone app. And I read when I ordered 50 of them, because I got like 30 business cards. So I ordered 50 thinking maybe I'll sell the extra 20. Um, and I reached out to everybody individually. So I got your shirt in. If you still want it. Uh, Jake was getting better and better and better going into the postseason, the game against Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which is one of the best nights of my life. Um, Same. And it went nuts. And I sold all 50 of them like in a day. And then so I ordered 100 and those all sold in one post on Facebook. And then I ordered 400 and those sold in like a day and a half. And I was hearing from people like guys I played summer ball with, their cousin was reaching out to me from Maryland, who's a Cub fan, like asking for one. So that's that was the big break, number one, and then the Kyle Schwarber shirt. Uh, Kyle Schwarber crushes baseballs. Um, was my second shirt. A guy in New York City bought it, wore it, got on TV. It made MLB.com and ESPN, and then the PA came at me. I'm just doing a really, really good job of blabbering on, aren't I? Um, <laughs> the MLB PA said, no, 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 you, you can't do that. Right, because you're giving players names. Players likeness, yeah. So I was like, all right, sorry. Um, and they're like, how many did you sell? I said, I sold 453 of the Kyle Schwarbers last night. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And I'm like, I have some other ideas. If you let me show you them, I would love to, like, maybe work with you. And they're like, well, no, we don't really – that's not how we operate, but send them over and we'll get back to you. So I sent them other ideas that I had, um, and they got back to me. And they're like, we love this. This is different. That's not been really done before. It's – we like the – simplicity and i'm like they like my they like how dumb this is it's working and they i had a contract signed like two or three days later wow and the rest is history i mean uh obvious shirts you see them all over the place i mean it's not just cubs baseball anymore it's it's literally all over bears it's 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 other sports in other cities uh and i am curious i will get on to talking a lot of cubs baseball here but i am curious some of them come out so fast and are so good and i'm like do you come up with all of them? Not or, all of that. Or get, like what percentage of them are you sitting around going, oh, I got I to gotta print this? Because, you know, we come up with them on the couch over there. Well, would you consider? But yours are better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, like I would say 90% I come up with. Wow. Um, that's just uh, my brain's weird. I just, it, and it's not, I don't think it's impressive. It's just like that's how my brain's wired. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can take something that happens and make it as basic and as boring mm-hmm. as possible. Like I can, that's maybe it's a gift. I just make it simple and I think layout's important. So it's gotta like look right. And a lot of it's how you read it. So a word break or a sentence break, putting a certain word there, like lets you really think about the phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, we had Braggs in here. I was just talking with Braggs. Um, the, what if I told you that was, that was all Greg Braggs and I tried to pay him for it. He, God bless his soul. He's just such a nice guy that he wouldn't accept anything for it and let me have it at 
for nothing. Um, that's like an, that's uh, one of the few that I think of right away that was not my idea. But like a lot of the ideas are something like somebody says. So I, I'm not going to take credit for a, like a, a phrase. Like when Chris Bryant, I think we were, it was during Cubs convention, like 2018. Uh, St. Louis when, is boring. Yeah, St. Louis yeah. is boring. So I put St. Louis. So like I don't consider that. I'm not going to take credit for that. I just literally he said it, and I'm like, <laughs> that would be funny on a shirt. Right. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> So I would say like who goes that, to Cleveland on vacation? Yeah, yeah the joking yeah, Noah. the Noah shirt. Like, there's just some things that players say that's like that has to be a shirt. But for the most part, um, yeah, it's just it's just the, me. The funniest one I think you have that's not a Cubs one is the uh, play like Jordan, party like Rodman yeah, really that you good. release like right after the last dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that, like the Rodman a- a- episode from the uh, last dance electric. is electric, right? Like yeah, the whole process of him going to Vegas with Carmen Electra or whatever. Yeah, and that was one of the first obvious shirts I got from you that wasn't a Cups one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of the more funnier ones to yeah. me. And I love the uh, I'm allergic to Green Bay one. That's, yeah. that's just yeah, like that came from St. Louis. I I. If there's anything, I don't hate anything in life, but if I had to pick one thing, it would be the St. Louis Cardinals. I just, and like, hell yeah, brother. And I'm friends, I'm fr- I have fans that are like, like all of you, I'm sure you have friends that are Cardinals fans. Yeah. Half the state of Illinois, you know, you go, you know, buy champagne and South, it's all Cardinals country. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, I went to school in Missouri, so there's a lot of, yeah, fans yeah. And country. like, there's some cool Cardinals fans out there, but. Mm. I just can't stand them. And so the allergic started there and it was like, I should do this about more cities and more teams and more markets, but I don't care about other teams and other markets. So I just didn't. And maybe that's a bad business move, but I, again, authenticity, I'm going to stay sure. true to myself and sure. yeah. No Goldschmidt shirts. They're not available. No. And it broke my, I was devastated when Nolan went to the Cardinals cause Nolan was yeah. like, I love Nolan Arenado and yeah, now he's dead to me. So it's too bad. <laughs> me and Joe are actually like the same person in a way. So. Right. Yeah, Nolan was awesome. I, <laughs> I love, and I'm a Cubs homer. So I pushed for, you know, Nolan to the, to the Cubs, whatever it costs, whatever, like mm-hmm. I, I try not to be too serious, which is why I'm going to be terrible. If we talk about the Cubs, like it's not going to be well, good advice. I'm going to, give irrational thoughts from a Cubs homer who yeah. <laughs> doesn't have time to read stats and player player like statistics and makeup anymore. Don't worry, because I believe you described your shirts as simple, dry, and boring, yeah. and you've summed up our entire podcast. <laughs> no. So we appreciate that. A little it's, like, it's like a cross-promotion. We cross reference promotion. the office a lot on this show. Yeah. That's yeah. dry and boring. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And if like, you don't get dry humor, you probably don't like the show. Yeah. Personally. And you got to make fun of yourself. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we're not saints or angels here. we got to... <laughs> We gotta call it how we we're see talking it. about baseball. Yeah, we're yeah. just talking about baseball. People <laughs> react a certain way, like, "Geez, people must be miserable to like really get worked up about something you said." Yeah. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> uh, Barb on the live YouTube chat is we like to call her the godmother of CHGO Cubs. She would like a Garvey sucks T-shirt. If you can make one of those, <laughs> actually, you can, can. You can still do the custom shirts, right? Like we you do. Can, yeah. You can just go online and make whatever shirt you want. Yeah, I, I heard Barb's kind of a legend degree. around these parts. Bar- she, she is. is. Yeah. She is. Barb, you reach out to me. Is this live? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Barb, send an email to shop at obviousshirts.com. Tell the world who you are. Say this is Barb, and we'll get you the <laughs> the Garvey sucks shirt at no cost. There it is. Wow. See, see what go, I'm Barb. talking about, Barb? There you go, Barb. Wow. That's why That's wow. why they're the best. We also had one super chat. I think it was a request from Fernando. Yes. Oh, yeah. Can we get the Rhino Silhouette 23 from the cap on a hoodie? Do you have that I on a hoodie? I believe we have it, yeah. I think so you was, do, right? Yep. 
So yeah, go on obviousshirts.com. Yeah. I don't know if we have any in stock right now. We're re we're re we already reordered all of our Rhino stuff because we got we got to rally together. I don't care if you buy an obvious shirt or you buy anything Ryan Sandberg. Just let's just show our support for him. Um, all time great, living legend. Night good as a, as good as a dude off the field as he was on it quiet reserve but you get to know him and he's got a lot of wisdom and yeah. uh, is just a good person that's one thing like what you just said is if there is any kind of jealousy from my end is that you've got to meet so many cubs legends <clears throat> and i haven't and so that's that's probably the <laughs> biggest thing that you've got to do that i'm jealous about you'll get there bud like that's yeah that's been the coolest perk i guess of this but you'll 100 percent get there and there's many things I'm jealous of you oh, that, that you have. I and uh, that. that's, I guess, what makes the world go round is our jealousy of one another. <laughs> that's right. It's a beautiful thing, it isn't is. it? Jealousy. Yeah. It is. Makes the world go round. Uh, yes, yeah, so we did mention today is one It is Cody Bellinger week, which we will celebrate later in the show. Uh, we are past one twenty-four. No news. Yeah. But... Wait for it. Well, someone's, uh, didn't someone say uh, it could, maybe it could be February 24th? 2-4-24. No, I might have had the day wrong. 2 4 24. Isn't that what I said 4th after also? February? So you were, you were Shit, that's, that might a, be a better day than one twenty four. Two four two four. Well, it is now because yeah. it hasn't happened. All right, so. let's shift it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's change the narrative. It's 2 it February 4th. Yes. Stucky spent the last two days calling me out for saying it's probably not going to happen this week. Well, he doesn't want to happen. And now you want to switch to 2-4-2-4? Now you want to switch to 2 4 2 4 Ryan, are you the downer? Like, not the downer. Or, but are you the are you the realist? Are you yeah. you're the realist, so you're not the, the optimist? I'm the realist. He's little Craig. Like, okay. like I'm the you. I'm you. On yeah, the, the show. Cubs yeah. homer. Yeah. Like like Stucky's like very here, and then Cody's all actually. The way up I'm here. a little bit of this. Yep. Cody's Stucky's low, definitely low, 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 a little bit of a roller ceiling, coaster. and then I got a kind of real. I really got a real Cody, in, but I got a, I got you know I got a real. When Luke things are going wrong, Stucky's like. Yeah. yeah, straight down. <laughs> See now, Greg is pointing out this. I I, I went to do the custom thing, and I got distracted by the kids. But the custom one I was going to make was "Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story." There you go. Don't yeah. the key to journalism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they teach that. I they teach that Northwestern journalism. Yes, school I now. believe. Yeah, yeah I Kellogg School. Or yeah, whatever the they hall. Call it. When you walk in the hall, it's like now it's etched in the brick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So so I'm jealous of that. That you get your phrases etched in Kellogg's. School of is it Kellogg School of Journalism? I think so. Yeah, credit well, to them. Well, speaking of phrases, at least you know the summer of Mike Talkman, the shirt would sure. not exist without collab because we do not have did. like we do not have the 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 rights to players' names like you do. That's, yeah, that's that was a great the main collab. reason why we did the yeah, collab. That was right? a great collab. He won't. He Mike won't wear it, but he's well aware it exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I well, we didn't bring a, it. We didn't bring it up to him when we. We did a, an interview with him at Cubs convention, and I thought, well, we'll just hold off on that. I made him uh, – sorry to interrupt. I have a horrible habit of doing that. I made him a Jimmy Garoppolo interceptor T-shirt because he intercepted Jimmy Garoppolo in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. and he refuses to wear it So because <laughs> he's just a such a shirt. humble good guy. He's a humble yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't want the spotlight. Yeah. Just put the shirt uh, on, Mike. Hey, did you guys see Trey Mancini, Marlins, minor league deal, hmm. former Cub, shout out. Now the guy that could have been a Cub – I'm curious how many people in the live uh, YouTube chat and are watching are angry that Reese Hoskins did not sign with the Cubs. Instead, he's, well, we're going to see a lot of him because he's going to be with the Brewers for potentially two years, $34 million. Now, he can opt out after one, yeah. right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So. Um, are you, no, we're not surprised, though, right? I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily surprised. And I, I've said on the, the pod the last week and a half or so, Especially, or especially since the Michael Bush Almonte trade, that I right. felt like 
okay, Reese Hoskins seems like it's less likely now, and maybe Matt Chapman is more likely. But, like, I understand that Bush hasn't hasn't proved anything, and he kind of struggled in his brief Major League debut with the Dodgers, but he's still a top 50 prospect, and I'd rather go – I'd rather find out if a young guy – who is highly touted at, like he is, I'd rather find out if that guy can be the guy than go with another veteran guy who, like, objectively isn't a good defender at first. And most people, you, you bring up Trey Mancini as a joke. Like, a lot of people don't like Trey Mancini because he made errors at first base on top of the fact that he just didn't hit. Like, he was a minus uh, he was a minus uh, .8 war last year. He didn't do anything positive for the Cubs right last year, and he played the same position. Now, obviously, I think Reese Hoskins is better than Trey Mancini. He's proved it a lot longer than Trey Mancini. But to me, I just – I with the fact that they still don't have an idea of what they're doing with Morrell position-wise, you have Bush. I still think Cody Bellinger is going to be here. You got there's Maybe three there, potentially there's two guys at least that could play first and again I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the Cubs if we see in spring training the Cubs giving Morel some some opportunities at first base but that's remained to be seen right also we just talked about yesterday Owen Casey getting pictured taking pictures people uh, uh, rich taking pictures of him playing first base of course he's going to be a midseason call up if anything but still like. They have some options options there. I'd rather go the young route than go get a guy who's in his 30s, coming off missing an entire year from an ACL injury. Again, this is all just basically because of the trade that was made. Now, beforehand, when no one thought that trade was going to happen, it was like, yeah, I, I'd entertain it. Like, it's a nice bounce-back opportunity. But no one – like, I remember people weren't even excited about the rumor, you yeah. know? So I, I don't really understand why a lot of people are – pissed about it i wasn't i wasn't excited about the rumor but i'm a i'm a matt mervis homer so i think <laughs> i think it's ridiculous that we haven't talked about him nobody's talked about him the writers um, Hell, we haven't really talked about him enough i either. think he's gonna be really good still i really do wow. what was rizzo's first 100 ba- oh, he has 90 at bats yeah. in baseball yeah. and if you followed like his minors he's had slumps in the minors he has one good weekend and it's then he becomes a superhero so like he haven't he didn't have that struggle and bounce back moment we did we didn't even get to that he didn't get that opportunity so yeah I'm a, I'm a Matt Mervis homer I think he's a great I, I think he has intangibles that you know other people like he can hit a baseball a lot harder than 90 percent of the league and, and that's another option too that like, I didn't even mention him which you now didn't. I feel no <laughs> yeah so yeah. mention him and that's my easy, point exactly he's yeah. an easy shirt I like my taters mashed yeah there you go Mervis. Stucky you're hired mashed Mervis <laughs> no, a, I, plus, I, I, a, plus a plus comment a plus comment yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. no, no. I, mean, I mean Mervis I, I know there was when he got sent back down there's yeah what's the thing I want that, the I want the uh, the real list, well, the, I, the bring down of Matt Mervis. No, no, I'm saying I know there's specific things for Mervis that they want. When they send him back down, like they really need to see him work on. And obviously he didn't get that second shot last year. So I think it's that's still a work in progress. But like, you know, the off season's long. Mm-hmm. You have six weeks of spring training. Like we can see, I mean, maybe Matt Mervis does push his way for an opening day roster spot. We don't know that. Um, but with him, with Michael Bush, like as Cody mentioned, there's just question marks with some of these guys. Reese Hoskins felt to me like if they weren't going to get Cody Bellinger, they kind of needed to get Reese Hoskins. Yes. Or, you know, or Matt Chapman maybe included in that kind of grouping. But, like, now that Reese Hoskins is gone, they need it feels like Bellinger, Bellinger. Yeah. is, like, the, the importance of getting Bellinger has gone higher. And the yeah. price 
for Cody Bellinger may have just gone up too, which in a way, pay them, pay the in, man. A, in yeah. a way. And I said this in the CHGO sports uh, discord, the, the Cubs channel. I said this in there last CHGO night, like lounge, the CHGO lounge. Thank you. I said that in a way, this kind of feels like Boris getting some leverage back. Like, like Jed, Played, played his role in making that trade for Bush to get some leverage, and now Boris gets Reese Hoskins signed with the Brewers, a rival team, and is like, all right, your move, Jed. You know what I mean? Question for you guys. It's strictly asking out of ignorance and not knowing a lot about how this works. So, Bellinger, like, I think I could be an idiot for saying this. I think, like, seven years, 180 would be yeah. great. I, it's not my money, right? Like, and if I had Ricketts' money, I would just pay $200 <laughs> million dollars because yeah. I'm genuinely in, interested in knowing, has there been a major market team, right? We're going to talk about Dodgers, Boston, New York, um, Atlanta, whatever. A, a big market team. Has a $200 deal that's gone bad ever affect business ops or player no. acquisition has anybody never has there been a team that spent 200 million dollars that didn't work out and they never recovered from that well the cubs let a smaller deal impact theirs in hayward yeah right but they've never spent 200 million to your point like yeah but a they, lot of yeah, these they've big never market, spent the big money right yeah. so like exactly did it did that hurt the bottom line of the cubs no. i doubt it because they're they're going up and up and up in value every single no, year eventually no and then it's like and i think that we actually talked about this yesterday where yeah, like the Ricketts could probably do with like Steve Cohen or what they did in San Diego last year, just gave a bunch of people money. But that backfired because everybody saw now that it, he did that yeah. and it didn't buy wins. Yeah. Wait, right. so but like what I'm saying is he could. I think the issue is, and like if you if you don't if you have an issue with the fact that the Cubs have a budget, like that's a that's a different topic of discussion because like I it's can just ridiculous. I, to I me. can see that I can see that that point of view is like why do they have a budget when their owners like billionaires, right? I I, I totally understand that argument. I think what are the Dodgers doing? It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the Dodgers. Happens, yeah. But like Steve Cohen went out and bought five stars. Like I'm just asking for one. Like we just <laughs> yeah. want one. Right. One. Yeah. No, and we're like, willing I'm, to pay him now. I'm just pay him. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Know you know how many? Do you know, it. I'm in the merch. I'm in Merchland, right? So my baseball skills have, or my baseball knowledge has diminished since I've been in Merchland because my time is spent in merch and not in reading about Cody Bellinger's pets and his stats in 2017 and how he's progressed yeah. but i already lost my train of thought because i'm <laughs> stuck in merch land but, well, do, but don't you think that like if we commit to cody for five six seven years like speaking in merch land jersey sales are going to be phenomenal yeah, you're going to yes. get 20 million dollars back over seven years pay him 200 million oh, yeah. and make money in his jersey yeah. sales make money in promotions make money in fans putting their butts in seats to see him play and you'll they, get that 20 million back and we're back at 180. The seven, money from our key. The yeah. S- yeah, the seven for 180 that you mentioned, I think that's what a lot of people feel is like the most fair deal. Okay, so I've seen people sides. be like, that's ridiculous or no. that's the most... Really? But like... I think that's as fair as I could, it gets. <laughs> I could be read. I could like... I don't know how to read sometimes so I could read <laughs> wrong. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know. I love the people that are like... Seven years, 180, fine. But seven years, 192, absolutely not. <laughs> That's right. What are we yeah. doing? Fernando <laughs> with a super chat, uh, 499, kind of on that. He just says, at what point do the Cubs just walk away from the table if Boris doesn't budge? Is anything over five years worth the risk after one good season? But 
It's not one good season. It's not. Go back he's already a couple an MVP. And he an MVP. Yeah. He's already shown the whole world he's got the intangibles. He's got something. Like, Cody Bellinger, not only does he have the it factor, but he has the glue making the team chemistry better. And yeah. that, I would argue, again, going to sound really ignorant here, uh, <laughs> having played college baseball and been a part of teams where my best friends to this day are from that college baseball team, what do you think the war, what, what's a wins above replacement of a really good chemistry? I don't know. If a really good chemistry inside a clubhouse makes everybody 0.25 better, you're looking at what? At least seven war? Some, yeah, some. And like if that. it makes some players a half of a game better because of, like chemistry is a lot. And yeah. baseball is the one sport where chemistry can go a very long way. Like really good chemistry, which the Cubs have already established with Bellinger in there was something special like we're not even nobody's talked about how good a chemistry and how good him being the glue and having him around and he's making people want to work harder Jameis Tyone wants to get in the gym more and work out with Belly like that all matters so I'm just kind of tired of the again if I had the Ricketts money but we've already established I like I like to spend or I like to give money away, apparently. <laughs> so I would just I would do whatever it takes to win championships. I, the, the, Describe Del Metrics. Yeah, Del Metrics. He's yeah. definitely going with like the vibes route of it, right? I'm a huge I'm a huge vibe guy. Yeah. <laughs> Very no, I, uh, I, I think I, I think with with Bellinger, it's like you said it was seven one eighty. Anyone saying that that's ridiculous, I, I don't agree with. I think that's a, a fair price for Bell, for Bellinger. Um, is the is the issue again well, I'll shut up. I'll no, shut up. <laughs> I was gonna say and and like the the front office is a very I wouldn't say they're completely risk averse, but as most as a good front office does, they try to, you know, maximize the reward, minimize the risk. Well but they're at behaving like point, a middle office right now. But but at some point you have to take a risk on someone. And I think Cody Bellinger like I mean, it, it depends on what you'd have to pay him because like going two fifty plus is like is does feel insane for Cody Bellinger, but at some point, you have to take a risk on someone, and Cody Bellinger, considering the historical track record, right? I know, like, 2021, 20, 22 were bad for him, um, but he does have that ceiling that we've seen before. Like, it feels like someone that if you're going to take a risk on a riskier player, he might be the one guy, he might be one of those guys that you can get right now that's worth the risk. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm just saying, if it didn't work, if we did that and it didn't work out, would the Cubs be no. hands tied behind their back? No, they wouldn't yeah. have to sell the franchise. No. That's so what we're like, saying. What are with, we doing here? That's what we're saying with Hayward. Hayward should not have hamstrung the, the Cubs. But it's yeah, yeah. having to pay him. Okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But like, no, but I'm no, saying it, to, your point, like, <laughs> to your point, it should, having Jason Hayward's money on the on the, the book should not have hamstrung them mm-hmm. when, it, when, it they, when right. it did. And I would argue, being the chemistry guy that I am, that his that Jason Hayward brought uh, intrinsic value sure. to the Cubs it, through leadership and team chemistry. Some say we don't win a World Series without him. I say that just from the speech. Most so, of the guys on that team would say that. I think yeah. all the guys on that team would say that. Well, I'm telling that, you, and that's a thing too. Like yeah. that clubhouse all sort of rallied around him, even when he wasn't playing well. Rallied around him. Bellinger seems like the same thing. You hear Cubs Definitely. convention; they're all saying, "We got to sign Belly. We got to sign." Don't Belly. let facts get in the way of good chemistry. There you go. I, to close it again, to close it, the people that you know argue about the contracts and all this stuff, they're looking at his batted ball data on Baseball Savant, which is like the complete opposite of Matt Chapman's. When you look at when you look at his numbers or his batted ball data is all red, mm-hmm. but his results aren't there. So they're literally Matt Chapman and Cody Bellinger are like the 
Like, they're the exact opposite because Bellinger was getting results last year, uh, but there's a lot of blue on his baseball savant page. Chapman, a lot of red, but not the results. So it's like it comes down to the front office and how they're thinking. I'm sure they're looking at more than just, like, the baseball savant page. But for fans like me and you sitting here, like, talking about it, that's that's all we can look at and be like that has to be a, a conversation into why they aren't willing to go to two hundred million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, I just want to like win baseball games, and if we're not going to win baseball games, I want to have a really fun team that at least makes watching baseball a lot of fun. And yeah, yeah I know, I, I know that everybody that talks on Twitter about the contracts, they're all summa cum laude from Wharton School of Business. I get it, but like, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to achieve by like making sense of numbers. For to a franchise that's worth billions of dollars yeah. that sells out. I mean, there's no place, there's not a better place to be in the summer than Wrigley Field on a 120 or yeah. on a Friday at 120. Like, let's just, I don't know. I mean, I'm a risk taker, right? So, like, I, I gave everything up to try to start a freaking t shirt business. So, maybe, maybe <laughs> I just am not, I don't have the makeup. <laughs> Joe just wants to sh- sell. I just want to have Bellinger a good shirts. team. I just want to win. I just want to <laughs> yeah. win. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. But, we got and, there. Yeah, we got uh, well, I have a few. I just thought before we close on, are we done on Cody? Are we, are we oh, we're going to go on? back to him for uh, Cody Bellinger week in a couple I'll minutes. Save these oh, we are for, I just have some really, I, hold on to those. I, saw, I found some cool facts about Cody. Oh, for Cody Bellinger. Call that a tease. A lot of people don't know. And one way the Ricketts could save money would be to start buying their tickets at game time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go, what's the, what's the address for the obvious shirt store? I know it's a little bit north of Wrigley. Uh, 3776 North Clark, Chicago, Illinois, 60613 hyphen. I don't know the second part of the zip. Grace, Grace and Clark. So you go to Grace that address, you go stop in the obvious shirt store, you meet Joe, you get a couple obvious shirts for you and your family or whoever, and then you go on game time, take out the game time app and go buy a ticket and go over to Wrigley Field. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I've talked about it. I've gone to multiple concerts with game time. I've gone to multiple games with game time. It's great. I mean, if you're looking for that, if you want to go to a Bulls game sooner or a Blackhawks, I know those are both in season, you can go and get your tickets on game time. Um, Game Time's got last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. You actually get the view from all seats in the venue. Um, Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You buy tickets, tickets in seconds with two taps. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and more with zone deals. You pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings and the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Joe from Obvious Shirts, great success story in the area. How about Charlie the Bacon Guy? Oh, yeah. Mm. Probably the next best thing, maybe the best thing. Charlie the Bacon Guy is based out of Woodridge. 
and he makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors. The bacon and bacon jams are all naturally cured, fancy preservative-free product. There aren't any ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself involved in the process, unlike most store-bought bacon. It's vacuum-sealed, Freeze is great. Lasts in a package for up to 45 days in the fridge. Six months in the freezer. Bacon jam lasts 60 days in the fridge. 20 seconds in my house and up to six months in the freezer. Some of the flavors, just a sampling. Maple pepper, cheddar, Korean barbecue, beer cured, red wine, jardinera, applewood smoked. The bacon jam flavors, spicy. How about peach? Ooh, that sounds good. Bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. I like it in my scrambled eggs or omelets, toast, crackers, burgers, or just throw it on a spoon. It does it. Cinnamon rolls, by the way. Oh, I'm back on the cinnamon roll train. I might try a little bacon cool. jam on that. You pick it up the most efficient way you want, or he'll deliver it to you, meet you halfway, or even ship it. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. Head over to charliethebaconguy.com to place your order. You can reach him at uh, on Instagram, at charliethebaconguy, Twitter, Guy. Check him out. I mean, this stuff's phenomenal. I, like yes. I said, I used to make a good omelet. Now I make an omelet that makes people cry. I, I got to try <laughs> some uh, last year. He has a Malort flavor, too. Oh, wow. That's one I'm going to skip. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, everybody. That one, uh, it was interesting. Uh, but I still ate it, so, you know. So it tells you it wasn't, it was, it it wasn't was as good. bad as real Malort. Yeah, it's not like what you would ima- automatically think. But, yeah, I felt very Chicago after I did it. So. Did you see Fernando's... Uh, a comment in there. He said, I didn't pay for this shirt. Payment deferred to 2030. Uh-huh. He gets it. Fernando gets it. That's <laughs> the idea right there. Deferred uh, payment till 2030. Related to the game time tickets, Illinois Northwestern play tonight. Mm. Obvious shirts also have like college theme shirts. I have a We're Illinois there. is good at basketball. We're getting there. Uh, and if I would have been able to go to this game tonight, I would have worn that shirt. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. So. Um, real quick, I think what you guys do is awesome, but what, I forgot your name already. Sarah on the ones Sarah. and Sarah, twos. Yeah. Sarah on the ones and twos. I've been. It is. In, it's insane what she's doing right now. She is <laughs> literally a wizard back there, yeah. and I can see this is she's this cooking. is all new for me. Like right. I, th- I'm in merch world, right? I'm not in production world, but like, holy shit! Like the all the clicks and the drags and the, yeah. that's been uh, that's we, been Joe's just over here. Props, not, shout out to Sarah and. Uh, the ones and twos. We wouldn't survive without Sarah. On impressive. Very impressive. Yes. A-plus production. And she's probably shopping and doing some other things over there, too. <laughs> I, she's, yeah. It's incredible. Like, th- this whole setup is, I just am amazed how this works. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, appreciate all right. It, we got to get back on track because we're, sorry, we're like sorry, 45 sorry. minutes in. <laughs> it's been so much fun. We're like 45 minutes in. We're first getting to the second segment. This can be quick. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, Hall of Fame. They're the three names in. Yep. Are you ready to play mystery stats with me? I've got sure. three mystery players, okay? Sir, do you have the numbers? This is the first one. 17 seasons, five-time All-Star, 369 career homers, 1,406 RBI, 316 batting average, and a career war of 61-8, okay? Is that B war or F war? Uh, it's just war, I believe. What? That, the, baseball B, reference or it, fan grab? I, I, think it's, I think it's baseball reference. <laughs> Okay. Corey and Brennan are so offended. Well, they don't right. matter. They're not here. They're pounding the table. Uh, <laughs> They're the the, okay. the do you see Denzel those stats? Do you see those stats? <laughs> I, the see I see them. I see them. Okay, give me give me player two. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's all right. There you go. You just got you just got. She was doing a lot of clicks. Sarah was doing clicks. Yeah. We, we get the next slacking. guy. Okay. I'm confusing him. Yeah. Uh, that's that's. This is the second one. 
Also 17 seasons, seven-time All-Star, 316 homers, 1,287 RBI, 281 batting average, and a 70 war. B-war, okay. whatever. Okay? Austin 316. Third player. Yep. 18 seasons, three-time All-Star, 386 homers, 1,400 RBI, 283 batting average, and a 32.4 career war. Okay. Okay. Some of the numbers are pretty similar. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Here are the players. Player number one, newly appointed Todd Helton of the Hall of Fame. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Player number two, Scott Rowland. Over there, Hall of Fame. It's number three. Huh. And number three <laughs> yeah. is... We did it again. Aramis Ramirez. Back. And again, I'm not saying Aramis Ramirez is a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying it's getting easier to get into the Hall of Fame. Sure. Yeah. And, and you can't look at those numbers into the difference, in all honesty, the difference really between those three players is the other guys have gold gloves. Aramis doesn't. Mm. And the that's war. That's why the war right? is significant. Right, that's yeah. why the war is significantly different. But if you look at the numbers... And I didn't even bring in the whole, um, you know, the White Sox thing. Like, where they, they got a Hall of Famer that doesn't even match up to Aramis. But, like, that's another story. Harold Baines. Harold yeah, Baines. 22 seasons. And, like, even that's, Ozzie Guillen. Ozzie Guillen, pretty much, his glove got him into the Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. Like, strictly. You can say the same thing about Ozzie Smith, too, for the Cardinals. That's what I meant. I meant, I meant I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, I meant, I meant Ozzie Smith. I meant Ozzie right. Smith, the Wizard of Oz. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. That's all right. He's, yeah, I would agree. He is. You look at <laughs> I mean, Ozzie Smith's off, offensive numbers, and yeah. you're like, this guy's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But then you got to watch his highlights mm-hmm. reel of him playing defense. And, you know, he is probably one of the greatest defensive shortstops of all time, right? But yeah, I was I, just I was just he did you win. He was on a bunch of winning yeah, teams. I'm, I'm an idiot. I was even gonna. I, like, yeah. I was just like, I re- again? Sure, we yeah, don't let the facts <laughs> get in the way of a good story, Joe. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I have to be reminded of that. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. I, I remember Ramis being an awesome third baseman defensively. Yeah, yeah, but not a gold glove. Gold mostly wow. because Roland was, Roland was probably winning yeah. at the same time. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, but it, really, if you look at the number, like the the hitting numbers aren't yeah. that. They're not different. No, they're very very close. Yeah, the years played are very very close. Uh, so I guess the bottom line is I do think eventually someday Sammy will get into the Hall of Fame. I think he's more likely to get into the Hall of Fame someday, some way, some committee. They'll start another committee to get the next Harold Baines in. Sammy's numbers are way better. But I think he's more likely to, likely to get that than he is the Cubs Hall of Fame, which he just did not get voted into by Alyssa Pierce. Does everybody here agree Sammy is a Cubs Hall of Famer? Yeah. I, mean, I disagree in the fact that I think he is more likely to get into the Cubs Hall of Fame than the National okay. Baseball Hall of Fame based off how they do the Baseball Hall of Fame, which we basically in these the last four minutes now have been emphasizing about how they're letting anyone in. But yeah. it is, and I tweeted this last night, I think it is all about the writers and who they like. Well, it, here, there's but, a lot of hypocrisy. But there, you man. got the you got the the committees that start to vote in these new the new era committee or the golden right. era committee, yeah. whatever. That's okay. how some of these guys Perhaps. have been passed over have gotten yeah. elected. So, like, I just think we're going to be waiting a long time for Sammy yeah. Sosa in the lose, ba- National Baseball Hall of Fame. Right, and I don't lose a lot of sleep over it because it's a I museum, and I don't care. They can let in whoever they want to let in it. I don't lose any sleep over it. I lose sleep over things like having to go to the bathroom four times a night. <laughs> That's what I lose sleep over. <laughs> you, you know, your two children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big of you. I, I lose sleep because I drink too much caffeine during the day. Yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. lose sleep that Sammy's not in the Hall of Fame. Whatever. Yeah. 
That said, if you had to ask me, is is Sammy Sosa one of the Cubs Hall of Famers 100%. in the Cubs Hall of Fame? Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, of course he is. Yeah. I don't, I don't have – I'm not going to be here long enough or have enough time to get into the Cooperstown talk and where the line is, in my opinion, extremely blurry. Um, my here, here, Hear me out. My idea is because you can't tell the story of baseball without – 1990 summer of 1998 yeah. um and i do believe sammy Sosa should be in the hall of fame again my my standards for that are pretty low because i understand the traditionalist would disagree and i get that but um my idea is make a wing of the hall and call it the the hall of infamy which is like yeah. not opposite of famous or infamous make it the wing of infamous and have bonds and have clemens and have sosa but like I was very pro. I would say five years ago, I was I was pro steroid or bring you know bring steroids back and you know <laughs> make baseball. Me, yeah. I'm so not so similar. I, I used to be there. I used to be there, and then I have been educated uh, very well, very eloquently, and like I had a really good conversation with Doug Glanville about this, and I think he wrote an article on ESPN, mm. um, and he put it about as good as anybody could have put it to me on why he's against it and I'm not going to get into the whole story but it's more about the players on the fringe how many players um, left baseball too soon because a talent that a player that did not have have as much natural talent as them use steroids to get the starting job and then go on and sign a three-year five-year deal and make money for their kids and their grandkids and that is where the effect of steroids i think did the most damage you give everybody in major league baseball steroids and there's only going to be about five or ten guys that hit over 60 home runs because they're just they already have that god-given ability and in bonds and clemens i think are caveats like i don't I think they should be in the Hall of Fame regardless of the steroids. I don't even think steroids matter to them because they were that good. But, yeah, I don't have the time or the energy or output to get into that. Um, but <laughs> I think it's blurry. I think yeah. you have guys like no. Ty Cobb, who was a really bad human being in the Hall of Fame, but you're going to hang your hat on not letting Sammy or Mark McGuire in, who Bud Selig was perfectly fine with what yeah. they were doing because he was making money hand over fist and baseball was getting the attention it deserves and was talked about every single day on ESPN. Um, and it wasn't illegal at that time. It was not illegal. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, I'm really good at bad analogies. So, like, my bad analogy for this is before speed limit signs were made, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. How do you establish the speed limit? You you probably look at like other other hazards in the road or you know the road curves or where the landscape is and how dangerous this could be. But before speed limit signs, people were speeding. Mm -hmm. But you set a limit, and then you only ticket and punish the people from then on, then after that go excess excess speed limit. Right. You don't do anything with the people that their whole time were probably going ninety and what's now sixty five. Yeah. No, I think bad analogy, but. I don't know. I think it's something that we've talked about that, like the like Major League Baseball was pretty, 
you know, they were pretty okay with they, they it when okay they were making with, money hand over fist. Yeah, promoting the summer of 98 or Bonds' home run chase, whatever it was. We're fine with it, but then those guys became the scapegoats for an era where a lot of things were allowed to fly by yeah. the people, all the people in charge. And, you know, someone on TikTok was telling me that, like, Sammy Sosa didn't, like, bring, like change the entire Cubs fan base. And it's like, you can go look at attendance numbers alone. <laughs> you look at the attendance the Cubs had in 1998 as a whole, whether it's because of, you know, partnerships with businesses and stuff, getting tickets because of, you know, them ha- being partners with the Cubs. But the fact that you look at those attendance numbers and then look at the next 10 years after that, and hell, even go to today, Sammy Sosa pl- had a massive impact on bringing people to Wrigley Field. It was just an energy. Like, every year for my birthday, I, my birthday is July 31st. I, we do a Cubs game. That's what We've done that since I was probably six years old. And for the first 15 years, they always played the Rockies on my birthday at Wrigley or every other every other birthday. Mm-hmm. But I remember, and, and we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so I remember in 98, I asked my, my mom for the next four birthdays if we could do four games in 98. And God bless her heart, she made it happen. And like near July 30, I remember he, I think he hit number 40 on my birthday in 1998. Um, and we went to like two or three other games after that. And I just vividly remember every time he came up to bat in the month of August, people stood up, yeah. no matter what. Mm-hmm. People stood up. There was a buzz. There was electricity. Like, I think all the surrounding businesses, like, could turn off their breakers for the next hour and a half because, like, he provided Delicious. the power that they would need to, you know, supplement their bars and restaurants. It was that big of a buzz. And, like, yeah, I know... Uh, people tell me he's a cheater and we're not going to get into like, did he know and what, like, that's not important. What's important is the way that Sammy Sosa made you feel the way that he made 10 year old Joe feel. And that was a magical experience. So that's what I hang my, like, that's what I remember. And, uh, that's a lot of like what I argue, even if the numbers are fake, the memories are real. Well, there's, yeah, there's also steroid users in the Hall of Fame, known steroid users in Jeff the Hall Bagwell. of Fame. There's a bunch. There's a, I mean, Jeff Bagwell got LASIK Budge. eye surgery and got his vision to 2010. Is that cheating? Is that performance enhancing when you can see double of what somebody with the dist- yeah. in terms of distance that a 2020 vision person can, can have? Look at Jeff Bagwell's stats. I think it was like 03 he got LASIK and got it to 2010. And look at his hitting numbers before and after LASIK eye surgery. Again, I'm not going to get it. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I, saying. I'm, I'm just a 20, saying. I'm a 2010 guy, but I couldn't hit a curveball, so that didn't help. And now I wear readers. Uh, no, Ortiz. Uh, Ortiz is, is in the Hall of Fame, and he was yeah. in the Mitchell Report. Yes. But. It's definitely a gray area, but that's also why people feel so so strongly on both sides about it, and that there's never going to come to a consensus. You know, like it's it's people are going to feel strongly which yeah. way or the other, and but womanizers really and pieces of shit human beings are in, and right. nobody brings that up. But I digress. <laughs> I. The way that I always look at it is the way these players are, you know, promoted as, like, idols to people and stuff like that, it comes down to the fact that it's all about the fans at the end of the day. And, yeah, we don't – the fans don't get to vote. And the fans don't get to vote. They don't, like – I think think a large majority of the fans would probably allow a lot of these guys that aren't in, in. And – that's yeah. one reason why I'm big on, like, the Cubs should let the fans have some sort of vote in the Cubs Hall of Fame because they are not who they are without us. I mean, yeah, I agree. And I think the best form of hypocrisy at Cooperstown is that Pete Rose 
is banned from baseball for gambling, and the Cincinnati Reds are getting a gambling sports book attached to their stadium or just yeah. outside. Yeah. Right. I don't think it gets more hypocritical than that. That's and true. that's like an official partner of Major League Baseball. What are we doing? What are, what are we doing? Yeah. No, that's, make, that makes sense. Yeah. Holy shit. That's that's definitely one. That this is going to make sense to you. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? <laughs> if you are, then we have some great news for you. Our yeah. partner Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake is starting their Ray Resolution with Start Something New Sales event. And you know what that means? You'll be able to shop incredible savings on every new vehicle in stock because they want to clear out and make room for their brand new 2024 vehicles. For a limited time, get up to nine thousand dollars off on new Jeep models with dealer discount. And that's not all. Shop their last call on remaining 2023 Dodge Challenger and Charger models, including Hellcats, Scat, Cat Packs, and more. Dodge is the most powerful muscle car brand, so you don't want to miss out on their last call with over 20 Dodge muscle cars to choose from. And at Ray CDJR, you're always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and drive home with more money in your pocket than you'd expect thanks to the Ray Price Promise. And don't miss out. Shop great deals all month long and save big because Ray CDJR makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever. Fans can get a free oil change when you mention the four most important letters in the alphabet, CHGO, at the service center, or mention CHGO when you book online at racecdjr.com slash service. But you have to schedule before the 31st of January, end of the month. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you got to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or racecdjr.com, serving the community since... 1963. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's getting easier and easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it, Cody. Yeah, Luke, the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow, whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So what should business owners do? Business owners? Joe, you should go to comed.com slash clean, brother. (laughs) Your fleet. (laughs) All right. Comed.com slash clean, bro. Uh, To learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait, Joe. Start making your plan Today, to switch to electric vehicles, good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us, go to comment.com slash clean. I mean, you heard him. He sold how many? 450 Schwarber shirts in one day? Like, probably could use a fleet for that. Yeah. I... (laughs) Yeah. I need to get right. I need to get right on that. Thank you, Cody, <laughs> yeah. for that wonderful read. Wait, uh, just so we all heard this clearly, did you say comed.com/clean? Yes, Luke. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Uh, Corey says hi in the chat. Corey's in the uh, live YouTube chat. Oh, Shout out so to Mike Taylor who corrected me that so hit 42 on July 31st. I don't know why I got 40, but it I trust Mike. So thanks, Mike. And uh, It's So Real, that made me laugh. It's so real. The video game, if you guys remember that. It's so real. Great comment. What else we got? Good comments. So we do have Cody Bellinger week, which we have to talk about before we go. Tell us what these cards are, but this is how you're going to celebrate uh, Cody Bellinger week? Yeah, and I just want to reiterate to 
the millions tune in to watch that this, like, I'm just giving my opinion. Like, right. I'm a Cubs homer. I don't expect you to agree or, agree or disagree with me. I'm just here to say how I feel. So I just wanted to put that out there. But what I did, uh, these are all real facts. Um, I did my homework. I made a few phone calls, talked to a few people. Um, I just wanted to... Credit to you. I just wanted to, you know, for Cody Bellinger week, I wanted to dig up some information that I think Cub fans would find uh, interesting about the guy that they probably didn't already know. So... What if a way I to just, celebrate. This is beautiful. I just a few. I yeah. Would, yeah. And it's I even put the 24 cards. on the back. Like, okay, very nice. Yeah, I went all out. So these are just Cody Bellinger facts. Um, when Ken Griffey Jr. was coming into the league, he asked Cody Bellinger for permission to wear number 24. That's a fact. <laughs> fact. Fact. And I didn't make all I – didn't, I didn't – you know, some of this is going to – you guys are going to recognize where it came from, but some I did, I did write myself. Um, <laughs> fact number two, Cody Bellinger's dad – is actually named Cody Bellinger, Cody Bellinger Jr. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Facts. Makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Um, and this was provided from insight for people, teammates who uh, you know lift weights with Cody Bellinger. When Cody Bellinger works out, the m- machines get stronger. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's <Facts>. big. <laughs> um, only when he works out at Midtown Athletic Club. Yes. Yes, Correct. There you go. Just um, pointing that out. Particularly, yes. I had to get Jed's permission for this one, but... Um, this happened this year. Cody Bellinger showed up two hours late to a team meeting, and as punishment, Jed fined everybody else for being there too early. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, this one came from his aunt, who I, who I know. It's a weird story. Uh, when Cody Bellinger was in elementary school, teachers had to raise their hands if they wanted to speak to him. Yeah, yeah. that's how you know your deal. Out. Yep. Checks out. Yeah, I thought this. I thought this one was cool. When Cody Bellinger signed up for Gmail. Uh, Google gave him Gmail at CodyBellinger.com. <laughs> Facts. Uh, when Cody Bellinger stares at the sun, the sun sneezes. Oh. Oh. This, is a, this is a lunar year, that's, I think. That's a fact, too, yeah. Um, this really is don't let the facts get in the way yeah, of the story. Right. We all know Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. When he did, he already had three missed calls from Cody Bellinger. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> facts. Um, and a facts. Some of you re- <laughs> might remember this. You know, fun fact, Cody Bellinger won the Masters tournament using a tennis racket and a bowling ball. That was pretty remarkable. Yeah, I remember that. That was incredible. Who could Tiger forget? who? Yeah. Who, who what could was your favorite forget? part of the, the Masters? Um, <laughs> it's been said that when Cody Bellinger falls, a star makes a wish. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah, like this, this was when his Dodger days, but he was playing Arizona. Um, he got stung by the deadliest scorpion on earth, and after three excruciating days of pain and suffering, uh, the scorpion died. Yeah, yeah, yep, right. Checks yeah, out. Heard that. Sounds about right. Um, Science proves it. This was actually right outside the stadium, the subway that we all know and love right outside Wrigley. Ah. Uh, Cody Bellinger once went to that subway, ordered a Big Mac and a large fry, and got it. Oh, oh wow. The pull. Facts. The pull that mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger has. <laughs> the pull, yeah. Um, Cody Bellinger picked an apple off of an orange tree and made award-winning, award-winning lemonade. Fact. Facts. <laughs> lemonade out of oranges. Yeah. Um, and then this one, I have a few more. I'm not going to read them all. Uh, but it's kind of cool. When he was playing in the Little League World Series, he came in to, you know, close the game out, retired the side, threw four pitches, retired the side. Wow. Animal. Facts. Yeah. That Let's is see. incredible. And I think, uh... Yeah, I mean, you got one this, more. You got one. I more got one more. It's not. I mean, it's cool, but it's, it's not your favorite. It's not my favorite, but it's it, a fact, though. It, it's a, it is a fact. And Buddy Bellinger, this is what Cody does when he gets sick. Uh, when he gets a sore throat, he gargles peanut butter. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty impressive. Strong throat. 
you built different. Real strong. Yeah, built different. Built so there's just great. some fun facts to, you know, honor the man that should be Chicago Cub. That, that was great for Cody Don't Bellinger. Don't let those sure. facts get in the way of a good story. That's right. <laughs> it's a great way to honor Cody Bellinger Thank on, Cody, you. on Luke's declared Cody Bellinger week. Yeah. Thank it, you, Ryan. It, Thank you, Cody Luke. Cody Bellinger week. And, well, and even though Ryan doesn't want it, it continues tomorrow on Thursday, Cody Bellinger week, as we continue to celebrate <laughs> here at CHGO because we all know something big is about to happen. Any minute. There's still. There's or it could be 2 4 24. Yeah, like there's Makes still February 4th, but tomorrow we manifest. <clears throat> I'm trying, man. Um, I guess before we go, where can everyone kind of find your stuff? Obvious shirts on social. Anything you want to plug? Um, I think I know Barb let's asked pl- for your let's email. Let's plug the Rhino stuff. Yeah, I think. Get behind Rhino. Yeah, um, I've gotten to know Rhino really well over the past year and a half. He's a hero, mentor of mine. Um, you guys all saw the announcement. There's no uh, a decision has not been made yet. I think I'm, I'm, I told him like this is not, this is not what you should be worrying about or thinking about right now. You got to take care of you. And um, so, the the truth is I don't know what's coming. I made this myself this morning to show my support. Um, but we do plan on releasing a line of shirts that will 100% be donated to a charity of Rhino's choosing. Um, I think he's still figuring out which foundation. I don't have a timetable. I'm not going to press or push for a timetable, but that is the plan. And I would, again, it doesn't matter if you buy my shirts or you buy anybody else's shirts. Uh, just support. Let's just all come together and show support for him because he he deserves that, and he's he's a legend in his own right, and uh, he's going to kick cancer's ass. And cancer has no idea. Cancer doesn't know, obviously, who Ryan Sandberg is. Cause it's about to. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about, about to. to. Yeah. So, so yeah, he will eventually pick a charity where all the all the proceeds will go. Correct. Yes. Awesome. Uh, great. But it's obviousshirts.com. I don't obvious underscore shirts on social, but yeah. yeah. Thanks awesome, guys. Man, it's awesome, man. This it was, was great, great, you it was great being here. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having you, uh, me. I, I know in some aspects because we sell shirts, you sell shirts, like I think what's cool is that we have we have a great relationship. Like, because we collab with the Mike Talkman shirt, and we wear your shirts on set all the time. Anyway, on top yeah, of our own shirts, pre- like I'm that's really today. cool. That's really cool. I, I appreciate think, that. I think like one of the cool things that I love about the about this is the fact that you don't see that a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, this is how I've always thought about things. Like, we're cool with you. You're cool with us. We support you. You support us. And like. I just wish there was more of that around this industry in general. And I, again, not just, I'm more. glad that we were, we've been able to do this. I yeah. wish there was more of it in the world. That too. Yeah. Forget the industry. Mm-hmm. Can everybody just get along for a little bit? That'd be nice. Oh, also, karate in the garage. Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> karate in the garage. Never mind. Bad stepbrothers <laughs> joke. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. before we go... We need you. We've been we've been searching for different routes to go about this, and we haven't found the right one. We we may need you to use some of your poll to get Stucky in the Cubs Hall of Fame. We may need yeah. you to like kind of throw okay. his name. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, no. 
Yeah, I will. He, I don't. I don't. I probably don't have as much pool as you think I have. But hey, I will. Yeah. I will go to war with with Grandpa Stucky yeah, or right. is it Uncle Stucky, Grandpa, Grandpa Stucky. Stucky. Grandpa Stucky. Okay, both. Grandpa Stucky. Yeah, probably both. Getting, you have some pool. They're, they're better getting, be. Listen, a, he's not a superhero. It's getting closer to Great Grandpa Stucky at this point. Oof, but. Easy, easy now. <laughs> you have some easy pool now. because when I said on the show that I had a source that said Sammy no. Sosa wasn't getting in the Cubs Hall of Fame, you were the source. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> another wild story, but. <laughs> And I and and, and, there, and then I was right. So like, you can't say my credibility isn't there. No, your credibility is there. And there's like, <laughs> uh, there's times where I do I do have information. Again, it's gonna sound douchey. Um, I do have the inf- I do have information that I obviously can't make public. And I right. respect the people who tell me and the relationships that I've like kind of fostered to not tell that. But it's just kind of crazy, like reading uh, social media and seeing what people are saying and like you kind of knowing what's what and. I, but I, my goal is not to be, I'm not a baseball writer. I'm not a baseball analyst. I just make stupid, basic, witty t-shirts. So I'm just <laughs> going to stay in my lane and do that. But yeah. Credit to you. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, Joe, thank you for coming. Can we do it again sometime? I know you don't like the attention. I know yeah, you don't I like. I mean, if, if people want to hear my well, ho- I, Cubs Homer opinion more and like, sure. yeah, I'll come and be overly hyped for things that don't deserve the hype and <laughs> Shout out my favorite players and say shit that might not make a lot of sense. I'm I'm your guy. Hopefully, hey, how about this? How about this? If we go live, if, if the Cubs resign Cody Bellinger and we go oh, do a wow. live show, I'll be come back. on with some more Cub, uh, Cody Bellinger facts. Yeah, I mean, I brought probably 15. I have over 300. There you go. So <laughs> this was just the tip of the iceberg. There Maybe go. if we do another live remote show for opening day like we did last year in Wrigley, you'll be right down the street. Maybe. Come yeah. down, yeah, and uh, come on the show for opening day or something. All right, party on. So maybe it won't happen on the twenty fourth of January, but it still could happen on the twenty fourth or the fourth of February. Sure. Keep that in mind. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Back here on Thursday with a live show at one thirty. Thanks to Joe Johnson from Obby Shirt. Uh, Corey Friedman going to be in the building tomorrow, and we continue our Cubs convention interviews with a fun Cubs reliever. Join us then. Until then, thanks for watching and fly the W. Yeah.